Thanks for spending part of your Saturday morning with us on our Real Estate Today program. A, a crowded studio today. We have Cooper Mosley. Cooper? Hey, George. You need to show up a little more often. Hey, I come back when you ask me to. <laughs> I don't have to ask. You can just come out yeah. in. All right. <laughs> we also want to introduce uh, uh, my intern for the summer uh, here from USAO, uh, Paul Toantai. Uh, Paul, thanks for coming in and uh, Tell the, folks, tell the folks about you a little bit. Well, I'm a senior at USAO, a communication major, just about to exit with my bachelor's degree, and I decided to, George decided to put up with me for, <laughs> for the summer, so here I am. <laughs> and uh, I've, I've threw him into the fire, Cooper, so he's doing really great so far, and uh, looking forward to uh, uh, maybe him doing some, some uh, broadcast journalism in the future. So. Yeah, first time being on air was live. Like it was live, yeah. He yeah. threw me into the fire. I sure got the tan from it, too. It was no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Had him at the Juneteenth remote last week, which mm -hmm. went really well. So uh, welcoming Paul to the program today. And our guest is Zach Bowles with the Life Skills Institute and the Resurrection House. So, Zach, good to have you on the show. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Thank you all for having me. We wanted to have you on to talk about some of the new things that are going on at uh, LSI and uh, maybe kind of recap the program a little bit since it's been a while since you've been on the, on the show. But uh, uh, So let's talk about the development of the program. It's been around for a few years now and kind of got started through the Resurrection House, which yeah. is still actually part of your program. Yeah, yeah. So the Resurrection House has started in uh, late 80s, early 90s. Um, been over 30 years since resurrection house has been here and yeah uh with kent hibbard he uh he took care of resurrection house for many many years and then um towards the end of his time there uh he started the life skills institute um, we got the old jane brooks building on 701 west colorado and that that has been kind of the the primary focus since i've been around is building that program up and getting it to uh function like it needed to function and uh, Kent did a wonderful job on redesigning and getting that thing going and so we've just been making sure it's it's doing its job and taking care of people and bringing them out of poverty like they need to be. Yeah I I remember just growing up going to the old Resurrection House building. Uh, my mom was friends with Julie mm -hmm. so I got my hair cut over there all the time yeah. sitting in the uh, I guess the opening of the big white house. Yeah yeah that was uh the, I think uh, we sold that this year, and now Shane Henry's going to be doing some pretty cool stuff with Is it. Is he so. doing like some Airbnb with it? Something I think like so. That? Um, now the big, the shelter part, uh, another gentleman bought, but Shane Henry bought the the house or what we called the office. Okay. And so he's going to make that into some form of Airbnb. And hey. I've heard some I've heard some neat stories about it, but I don't want to share anything because yeah. there it might go. be yeah, some secret yeah, stuff. There you go. Recycle, so. recycle, recycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Shane Henry's a local musician, and along with the, his wife Maggie McClure of the Imaginaries, yep. um, on tour across the country. So, uh, a great uh, young couple doing some great things, and uh, they still have Chickasha uh, and the Verdinary in their hearts. So it's a, it's a good deal. So, yeah. what is Life Skills Institute, and what do you guys do? In okay, so Life Skills Institute is a tra what we call a transitional housing program, and so a lot of people get the idea that it's a rehab or a uh, something to deal with um, drugs and alcohol but that's not the case it's more for anybody who's going through just tough times in their life to be able to come back learn like soft skills that that everybody needs to be able to maintain life and be able to uh, take steps to bettering themselves 
we have classes over finances. We have classes over um, spiritual growth. Um, we have classes over health. We, we do have an addictions class for those that need it. Um, but it's basically just teaching you how to take care of yourself, take care of your home, take care of your finances. That way, whenever you get out, um, and with our goal is for them to have a good job, and when they get out, then they're able to be a good member of our community and to help out and do things and, you know, that type of good stuff. There are lots of folks that fall on hard times, and uh, some of that uh, is mental health issues. Mm -hmm. uh, some of it's just uh, just unable to get back on track after they've kind of, you know, had a yeah. down spell on their lives. But uh, it's good that there's a group like this to – help folks to kind of get back on their feet and, yeah. and it's, it's for couples and families yeah um, really really focus on the family atmosphere we try to um right now it's more probably towards the the individuals um due to just how we've had it set up mm -hmm. there has been a few families in there that we've helped but uh for lsi we see a lot more more individuals like right now we have kind of a influx of younger uh, individuals 18 to 24 that have really come in there and they're really flourishing in the program and it's really exciting to see that you know because with with youth these days you know we all see and vent about oh they just don't want to work and they well i think it's a lot of us they don't know how to they don't even know where to begin on at least the ones that we have and so um we're seeing a lot of them we do have some that are older but uh it's kind of for anything and and everybody. Uh, we do have ways of being able to get a family in there, but it has been difficult. I'll tell you, our main difficulty with families is childcare. Childcare has become very hard, uh, and we try to kind of get it at LSI. That way, they can go to their classes and stuff. But for them to be able to find a good job and stuff, they a necessity is childcare and. It's just so hard to find right now. That so it's a pretty structured environment, and so do the people have to sign any type of contract when they come into. So uh, with Resurrection House, they don't. It's night to night. Uh, check ins at five o'clock, and then they have to be out by eight o'clock in the morning. Um, that's just basically due to safety and us to know that they're out getting a job, doing what they're supposed to do, and then. Uh, but like I said, it's it's a seven day stay so if you come in and you obey the rules obey everything this that you're supposed to house. do yes resurrection house um then you can stay seven days and meet with your case manager case manager assigns things to you and if you accomplish those then you can get another seven days and this is basically the the outcome is to either find you your home or get you into life skills institute and then life skills institutes where it's got a contract um and then there's community service agreements there's uh, job agreements, drug agreements. So there, it's a lot more structured, but it's all designed to help you get to that next level of your life. So. And do people come to you usually after Resurrection House? I'd say 50-50, yeah. Mm -hmm. usually, we have quite a few that come straight to us to go right to LSI, and then probably half of the other ones come from Resurrection House. So do House. clients get recommendations like DHS or DHS, um different members of the community salvation army heidi um but really there's several different um 
organizations that refer to us nowadays that uh but dhs is probably a big one for the younger ones um but really word of mouth our website so we have we have quite a bit few different ways of reaching out and saying hey we're here but um as far as like you we do get some from like the jail and mm-hmm. different places like that right and paul i know uh um the LSI, and he mentioned the Salvation Army, are leaders of the Community Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Uh, not aware of it, George, but I would. All right. So you might yeah. talk about that as you you work with the Salvation Army to try to battle the homeless. Yeah, yeah. Issue, so we, or at least assist the, the homeless population that are here. Yeah, the main thing about that is us just getting all on one page and saying, hey, this is what we're doing. That way we're not duplicating services. That way we're all working as a team and a community to help because it's not about a battle of who's doing what and who's doing something better. No, our desire is to help people get off the streets, get out of poverty. And you can't do that alone. We've learned that. So we're, that's the, that's the goal of the community Alliance and it's been really doing well. Yeah. My question to you, Mr. Bowles would be like, what would be a, could you give us like a, maybe a story of someone who's been through your program and how they got, got on their feet? Okay, so like our work program uh, director, he, he right now he's kind of our newest. Um, he's one of our newest graduates, but also just kind of our test. The testimony he came in through Resurrection House. He had a desire to. Uh, actually, he was in Resurrection House twice. Um, he came in, and he was just like, you know, this isn't for me, and so he left after a couple days. And then about a month, maybe two months later, he came back and said, okay, now I realize I need this place. He uh, got sober. He got his life on track. And then he moved into LSI, but he did that through the work readiness program. And then graduated from the work readiness program after six months. And uh, I can't remember exactly when we hired him, but then he became our work readiness, just one of the leaders and um he's done everything like he's supposed to uh he's graduated with an a from life skills institute and you know his background was drugs his background was um he was actually from oregon he's he's got a family member here and so he moved down here but getting off of drugs was the hard part and once he knew that it was a desire of himself not of anybody else he has to be the one that wanted then he was able to make those accomplishments and stuff. And so going through LSI gave him the resources that he needs to be able to maintain that and be able to maintain life. And so now, yeah, he's all the way up to our work program director. So when you call for services, that's who you're going to be talking to. He's a good dude too. He's done a lot of work for my family and getting everything ready for the work readiness program. Oh, he is fantastic. He is very skilled. Anything you need, he can probably do. The important part, too, Cooper, I think, is, uh, you know, LSI provides a really good support system for it's folks that are all about battling structure. addiction. And, you know, you've got to have that person or those individuals be there for you when you're in a little crisis situation. And yeah. somebody you just pick up the phone and call and say, hey, I need some help. Well, and it, that's exactly right. Like, probably everyone here has somebody that if they get into a jam, they've got somebody they can rely on. But a lot of the people that show up there, they don't. And that's what we become is that support system. And, and whenever they're, 
whether it's financial troubles, whether it's emotional troubles, um, whether it's mental health problems in life, they don't have anybody really either. Everybody's been fed up with them or something. And so then they don't have anybody to go to. And now once they come into LSI, like the graduates that we have, they have their own little community. They all still can in contact with each other they all are good friends you know and they're all still doing good because now they have that that relationship factor that they didn't have before they came to lsi and they've all been through something that nobody else has paul and i think that's important where you've got someone that's been through which which you have been through or are going through so you can relate to each other yeah exactly yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, so you work with a lot of employers in the area to help uh, clients get jobs, I that guess? That is something that we're working on. We do have a few employers. We've worked with D-Hart. We've worked with uh, um, H- HSI. HSI. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley's is really big for us. We've, there's been several people that's gone to work for Stanley's. But we definitely want more, um, especially with our work readiness program. These guys, a lot of them do have felonies. A lot of them do have a background. And the point of the work readiness program is to kind of prove that they're on that next step in life. And so once they graduate it, we really want to find them a good job and a good second chance employer type place. That's not just going to start them out at minimum wage. It's going to let give them enough to where they can survive and take care of themselves. And some of, and a lot of them have families, you know, that's probably our biggest thing is they want to take care of their families and they haven't taken care of their families in the past. So this has become something very important to them, and on minimum wage in today's time, you can't you can't can't buy anything, you can't no. do anything. So trying to find that that employer that's really going to give them a chance and work with them, that's what we're really looking for. So that's something that me and Matt have been in a lot of talk about. And Matt is Matt Simpson's our work program director. Uh, we've talked a lot about how we can start getting those individuals together. So as far as the job training, you do that in-house for the most part? Um, no. Cooper, like he like he had said a minute ago, he we've gone to his house and done work. We've done a lot of uh, – it's more community-based. We do a lot more work for companies. Like, like They'll hire us to take care of their lawn care or clean out a warehouse or – Hang um, lights in the park. Hang lights in the park. We get to do that every year, and that's oh. something that they look forward to. Yes. Yeah. So there's all kinds of different – it's basically a handyman type work. Right. So, so anything they can – It's not a certified skill necessarily, no. but it's just uh, – uh, how, how to show up at 8, work till 5, and not, right. you know, yeah. just deal sit in with, the corner and do nothing. Deal with all the things you get to deal with in, in life, you know, and – you know, where, where as some places, they may have an incident that they would get fired for. We really sit down with them and say, okay, this is where you messed up. This is what we got to work on and try and teach them through those times on. Like maybe it's temperament. Maybe it's um, not showing up, stuff like that, to where they've got their chances. We can make sure we give them the opportunities to correct them and then move on instead of, them going straight to a job and then then not having the skills needed just the just the soft skills needed just to be mm-hmm. able to maintain that job i think that's something that's overlooked a lot mm-hmm. is the soft skills that you know people like zach george paul that we all have like we know how to show up at eight work leave at five or work later sometimes it gets lost in translation and through the generations or through addiction 
and you have to reteach that. It's a learned behavior. So right, and getting all the coworkers, Paul, it's got to be a big one too. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so some of the other training they go through. So it's we say it's a two-year program if they stick with it. So it, it's that's, one that's, to that's, two. So that's a yeah. long time. Yeah, it's one to two years, and you know we've learned that sometimes that's enough, and sometimes it's not. Um, so it's more of really how the person's doing, what they're what they're capable of are they moving along and some of them learn slower than others but some of them may have different skills than others so it's all based on the person but usually they're they're done within two years and paul the community service is a big thing you know because that makes them feel like they belong i think when they're going out and doing lights things that like at the festival light or um yeah they're contributing back to the you know community mm -hmm. that they're a part of yeah we just did the uh, wings and wheels, you know, the parking for that. And that's something that they they were not very happy. So whenever I said, all right, y'all got to go do this. If you're not working today, you have to be out there. Uh -huh. But then whenever I was gone, I was on, at a uh, conference. So whenever I got back, they were all telling me, thank you for making me go. That was a really good time. And mm -hmm. they got time to go and look at everything. So it, it's funny how... At first, they're not that happy about it, but then once they do it, they're like, "That wasn't that bad. Yeah. I can yeah. do that." You know, <laughs> so it makes them want to do maybe something else yeah. uh, down the road. Yeah, so. it gives That's them it. encouragement. They're what about to, kind of, yeah. What other kind of projects would they help with? Do you think? The, as something, far as the yeah. work readiness yeah. program, or like community service thing like that? A lot of it is just like that, or? a lot of it's just maintaining the home. So we have so. We don't have like a cleaning crew or anything. It's them. So every Saturday we have what we call a deep clean time where they've got to be there at 10 a.m. And everybody gets assigned something and we do that. Um, now, sometimes like if somebody's on disability, then we may assign them some work outside. Like, you know, we'll, we'll, and honestly, we don't really assign them anything. We say, hey, pick one of these nonprofits and go talk to them and see if you can help them with something. And a lot of times what I see out of that is they have gotten into the mentality that disability is all they need. And so they just survive off of that little bit amount. But then once they go out there and I, Hey, I could, I could do this. It gives them that little bit of dignity to say, okay, I could earn some more money doing what I'm doing here. And then they just keep on and keep on. And all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I don't even need disability. I can, I can survive on my own. So it's, it's a dormitory type setting. Yeah, it works. Do they have it like a? Do they room together? If you're in Resurrection House, you room together. Okay. If you're in the LSI program, you do not. You're in. You share a bathroom, but you get your own room. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more comfortable. Um, now with the work readiness guys, is it like a like a, a central gathering area? We have yeah, we have several. Mm -hmm. So there's like little. Uh, uh, I can't remember what we call them, but we have like rec a rec room or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and so we have like TV rooms, different right. stuff for them to go and and the, and they're allowed to have TVs in their room. They're allowed to have those things. So I mean, they can set their room up like a little apartment. But then we also have little areas that they can go and just fellowship and watch TV or play games. And right. And they actually pay like yes, yeah, so to, it, to be so there, right? LSI is a paid program. Now, how it works is. They pay their monthly fee just like anybody would for rent or whatever. We call it a fee, and it's usually around 450 a month. And then at the end of the program, 
depending on their grade. So if they make an A, they get 3,000, what we call bonus points, which is equivalent to $3,000 to go towards their whatever's next for them, whether that's, you know, getting a house, whether that's paying off some fines. It's got to be approved by us, but it's all going towards something that's going to better them. So you work with probation officers? Yes. Okay. Yep. And we work with them pretty close, actually. We've made a pretty good relationship with probation officers, and we've had some good relationships with judges, different things like that. Right. Can they have a car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We encourage them to get a car, or a lot of them have bicycles. Uh, the, the motorized bikes or the electric bikes are becoming a popular thing because they're somewhat affordable compared to a car, and they can get you around town just as easy. So that's what we're seeing a lot of, is a lot of people getting those motorized bicycles so room for how many people and so, are, you, are you at capacity so we have 21 right now and we could we can have 24 in lsi we're at 21 and then in resurrection house we can we can sleep i want to say it's like 36 but we're not near capacity we have i believe 12 men right now and four women so and then whenever we open the new shelter on the other side for women that will be another 20 beds for shelter for women or resurrection house for women. And then it would be uh, eight beds for LSI. So we hadn't talked about the new construction yet, Cooper. So that's, uh, it seems like it's going on pretty well on on the 8th Street side. Absolutely. You drive by, it's, it's very noticeable. It used to be an empty field. Now there's just a building going up. So, but it's a, you said estimated completions in October. That's, that's the goal. That's what I'm saying. I, okay. That's not nothing. <laughs> that's, from, a, that's, a goal. that's nothing from CMS. That's my goal. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So CMS will work the uh, contractor. Yeah. CMS yeah. and they yeah. do a great job yeah. and I'm good friends with Brad Giddens. He, uh, he used to be a pastor here in town and now he's good working guy. for them. And so he, he comes to my office pretty frequently just to talk and let me know what's going on so it's really good to have that relationship and yeah, that's I'll, something from leadership Chicken Chicken Shea, Shea, that, yeah. that i gained and so some of the funding for this came through so we've what? got so we've got arpa through the um county that was our main funder uh they gave us right at nine hundred thousand, and then we've got we had an apartment complex that we owned on ninth and virginia and we sold it, so that's helped fund this. And then we also had some private donor donors that came in and really helped out. So, so for folks that uh, need something in their trust or something like that, they hey, need to get absolutely. all to you, right? Definitely, please. You know, come take a tour. Come, you know, we've got Bill, who's our case manager. He is like the best tour guide in the world. He does great. And then uh, we just now uh, promoted our office manager who's going to be the director for the women's center and who is that her name is alicia hahn and so she's, she's good yeah she's pretty sharp and so she's excited she's kind of started taking some initiative to learn and learn that side of things she's always taking care of our finances and stuff so it's going to be a little bit of a different shift for her, but i think she'll do great Another thing about the donations, you guys are a 501c3, correct? Yes. So even if you have them come mow your grass and you make, you know, a $50 donation, mm-hmm. it's a tax write-off. So yeah. it's like if you have tall grass or trees that need to be trimmed, yeah, call them. Absolutely. And like we take all kinds of donations. You know, we have um, 
we can take cars. We can take things that um, we have clothes. We have that clothing trailer. So how our clothes work is if we get clothes and they're not in the best condition to, for us to give out, then we have a clothing trailer that we load up with all the extra clothes and they go to like different countries and stuff and we get paid for that. So that's a, been a blessing. But then we even have a thing right now that we're working on where we've had two fundraisers, one where it's a room sponsorship that we're still trying to, we've still got some spaces available. Um, and then we also are doing a deal where it's, you can sign up to be like $20 a month or $50 a month, $100 a month, just to just to be that support that we need to be able to continue this. To grow. This, yeah. Yeah, the desire is to always continue to grow, continue to get better. Um, I feel like we do a pretty good job, but I also know that there's always room for growth. So, so is there a way to like maybe give online or how do yes. we donate? As a, yeah, as a so you give online at www.lsi.com. R E S H O U S E, which is LSI res house dot org. And there's a way to give online. You can also, if you have work readiness program work done there, you can click on their link and you can give online for them. And so, uh, but yeah, that's, that's one way you can also give off of our Facebook page. Um, or you could just mail a check or come by and however, whatever's best for you. I guess one final question about uh, some of the clients. Do they go through some mandatory counseling or things like that or counseling available? So we ha- we don't have counseling. Um, sometimes we do re- recommend it if somebody obviously needs it. Uh, we work with Red Rock. We work with different churches um, for different counseling needs. But we do have case management, and the case management is vital. So they come in and they share a lot of what they're going through in that case management. And Bill, who's our case manager, he goes around and either finds them the resources or kind of gets them going in that direction to get the help that they need to to battle those things. And so, they meet with the case manager every day, every, every week, week. Every week. Once a week, yep. And so that, that's been – that was something that Kent Hibbert, he really wanted whenever we started. He just hadn't – didn't quite get there, I don't believe. I think there's been a few trials with different things and – I knew that, that he felt that was important, and I knew it was important. So, What are weekends like at LSI? Weekends are pretty laid back. So uh, Saturdays, they've basically got their day off other than their deep clean. And then Sundays, you know, church is a requirement. Um, so uh, if you're in Resurrection House, you have to go to both services or however many services your church offers. And then if you're in LSI, you can – choose to go to one we hope they go to both but it's a little bit laid back on the church services for lsi but you go to church of your choice yep of your choice wherever you want and uh, there's a couple of different and if and if a church wants to send a bus to us they're more than welcome to we have a couple of church buses that come and pick up individuals and so yeah that's been a been a big thing is making sure that they're feeling welcome to whatever church they want to go to and even like group activities uh we try to so we we try to do something monthly with them um it's kind of really just depending on how busy we get and how hectic our staff is and stuff but the goal is to do something monthly um we've kind of slacked off on it and if they hear this they'll say hey what happened to that (laughs) but but it is a desire that we want to start making sure that like we had a a movie night not too long ago with uh, the Jesus Revolution movie and just different things just to make them 
feel excited to be there and welcome to be there and um so i think we've we've gone and done putt putt before we've gone and gone up to see the movies up in the city just different stuff just to especially for the ones that are doing good you know so zach thanks for your time this morning we really appreciate it zach bowles with the life skills institute uh 700 block of colorado yeah best thank, way to get there so thank you so uh, much for having me see him on facebook or uh online too so very good cooper thanks for coming in oh my pleasure thanks for having me and again thanks to paul the intern well thanks for having me too for being part of the program today